Shalom, welcome to Torah Bites. This is Alan Gilman with the 25th anniversary installment of Torah Bites for the week of November the 5th, 2022, the 11th of Heshvan, 5783. This week's message is entitled, God's Promise Plan, and I'm reading from Bereshit, Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. I remember where I was when the importance of this passage first hit me. It was the summer of 1980. I had been a believer for almost four years, and it was in the first few months of marriage. My wife and I were with some friends of ours attending a special lecture by renowned Old Testament scholar Walter C. Kaiser Jr. in Toronto. Kaiser was emphasizing God's promised plan as the central theme of Scripture, a teaching that has been core to his life's work. Through the years, I've come to be leery about supposed interpretive keys, as if there are elements of God's written word upon which everything else hangs. We need to be careful not to allow our deductions from Scripture, however legitimate they may be, to become the lens through which we view the whole Bible. Since the Bible is God's only authoritative, inspired, written revelation of Himself and life, we must always compare our personal conclusions with the Bible itself. This is easier said than done. The Bible is surprisingly cohesive for a collection of such a wide variety of writings by a great many authors over a long period of time. The vast number of recurring themes and common concerns, along with innumerable allusions to past events, plus the foreshadowing and prediction of future events, many of those fulfilled within its own pages, begs for it to be reduced to neatly defined categories. Yet, the Bible itself isn't written that way. A categorical approach can easily obscure the depth and detail of Scripture, including the nuance and ambiguity that is not only part of its charm, but often provides the gateway to its depth of meaning. With that caution in mind, it is hard to deny that God's promise of restoration isn't a driving force throughout Scripture, beginning in the garden when God pronounces eventual doom upon the serpent. I remember Dr. Kaiser saying in 1980 that Genesis 12 was the true beginning of the biblical story, while the first 11 chapters of Genesis functioned as an introduction. Whether this was God's intent or not, we cannot say for sure, but I understand what Kaiser was saying. Genesis chapters 1-11 through set the stage for the outworking of God's plans and purposes. Human beings, having been created by God as stewards of the creation under His rule, rebelled against His word, resulting in the curse, the broken state of affairs we've all been born into ever since. From the time of their rebellion, God determined to restore all things, while life on planet Earth went from bad to worse. The flood demonstrates God's determined commitment to his creation project, while Babel reflects the ongoing depraved state of humankind. Against this backdrop, God calls Avram, Abram, whose name was later changed to Avraham, Abraham, a childless, elderly man, to leave family and the familiar to journey to an unknown environment. If he would do so, through his descendants, God's blessing would come to the whole world, thus alleviating the curse. This is the story of the Bible. The Bible story is the development of Abraham's descendants, the people of Israel. It is how God worked in and through them to bless the whole world. 
It was to them that God revealed himself and his ways while demonstrating humanity's inability to resolve our broken, cursed state on our own. It would take God himself in the person of the greatest Jewish king, the Messiah, to defeat evil in all its forms, reconciling people to himself. I believe it was from Kaiser that summer day in 1980 that I first heard the connection between the call of Avram and Paul's words in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 8, reading from the New American Standard Bible, the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, all the nations will be blessed in you. By calling God's promise to Avram the gospel, the good news, we are to understand that the proclamation of Messiah's rule over the earth is the vehicle by which blessing comes to the nations. It's when we trust in the Messiah Yeshua that the power of the curse is removed from our lives and equips us to be instruments of blessing in the footsteps of Avram. Torah Bites is located on the web at www.torahbites.org. Comments may be sent to info at torahbites.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Torah Bites. Until next time, this is Alan Gilman for Torah Bites. Lehetroot. (laughs) 